Hey there, fellow true crime aficionados. We are the host of Bad Axe Podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Aaron. Join us every Thursday for twisted true crime tales, bad deeds, and the supernatural. We've covered family annihilators, cold-blooded baby daddies, cannibals, and even people who blame zombies, ghosts, and voodoo for their bad acts. Bad acts. If you like fresh stories and new perspectives on crime, Bad Axe will be your new jam. Stay safe out there, you big baddies, and bye 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 My fist bumping uh, alter ego always comes out <laughs> every time I play the uh, the uh, the intro here. But hey, what's up, you guys? It's me, your host uh, Eddie. Welcome back to my Crunchy Podcast and Happy Halloweener! And if you don't celebrate, that's okay. Not everyone is perfect. <laughs> However, I have been loving uh, seeing everybody in their costumes this year. Some of y'all really popped off and or tried this year at least. I've been, I've been seeing a lot more creative and like uh, just more polished uh, Halloween costumes than uh, in the previous years. But maybe we should have a pandemic every year. I don't know. <laughs> like I haven't seen anyone dressed up though as the, uh, the QAnon shaman. But I don't know. Is is it too soon? Is it too soon for that? I mean, the uh, the annual uh, capital insurrection is around the corner in January, so I um, can't wait. <laughs> well, let's get into it, guys. I hope this email finds you well because I know how it finds uh, Alec Baldwin. Am I right, ladies? This whole situation is technically wild. Like, I'm trying deep down in my conscience to find the empathy for all parties involved. So, f- But, like, so far, all I got is, well, shit happens. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I guess I got to, like, analyze things individually and think about, you know, what Alec Baldwin is going through individually, what the family of the photographer that died and the cat you know, is going through individually, and the cast that's like now traumatized by all this. You know, imagine just I- imagine being the Postmates delivering the fucking uh, catering of Chipotle, and uh, bam, th- there's someone dead, and now you can't go back to work because now you're part of a whole investigation. Wild, you know what I mean. Like, I'm thinking, like, longevity here, I guess, you know? Like, if I was in the shoes of any of those people, I don't think I would be consolable for days. Maybe weeks, though. I don't know. For those who don't know what the fuck's going on, who just haven't heard, Alec Baldwin killed a photographer on set um, on accident with a prop gun. Right? So... It was an accident. Uh, apparently, the gun was not supposed to be loaded. And from what I've heard, like on other podcasts and shit like that, uh, from page seven, um, people, whenever there's a like prop gun on set, 
there's like training, there's like facilitating, there's like a whole thing that happens apparently to let people know this gun will be on set, it's going to be loaded or not loaded, I'm assuming not loaded because, you know, but like, it's just crazy. And in and, and this movie specifically, I've heard that there was not a lot of regulations. So, like, imagine that happening. And, like, like for me, for example, like, if that happened to me, because like, like, what I'm saying is, like, if I'm putting myself in their shoes, like, and, and that happened to me, like, am I now a criminal? A murderer? Like, I killed someone, but it was an accident. You know what I mean? Like, is there anyone to really blame I think eventually it would come down to the people that are whose jobs are is to make sure this shit doesn't happen, right? I don't know. I've never been killed on a set, so I'm curious how these things are regulated on moving sets. Like, also, was this during filming? Was it a, was it like during a practice run? I know a lot of the times in films that like I'm gonna assume the camera doesn't really stop, right? Like. People yell cut, but I don't think the camera stops. Like, was this shit, was this shit recorded? Like, as T.S. Madison would say, was that bitch recorded? That's wild. Like, obviously, not that, not that they would ever release the footage, but, I mean, you know, worse things have leaked. Like, for example, those three shitty Lana Del Rey albums. Y'all know which ones I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> Side note. Someone called uh, uh, Lana's album uh, Chemtrails Over the Country Club. They called it Blue Bonnet Over the Best Buy. <laughs> and that shit has had me howling for fucking months. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to, you know, we'll have to wait and see what happens with all this. Because this trial, honestly, it might take years. Like, I obviously, this stuff is not just going to, like, get fixed overnight. But, anyways, on a lighter note, guys, speaking of guilty pleasures, I got to admit, Olivia Rodrigo really made 2021 her little bitch. Well, at least the first half of the year. Because Adele came through for the 30-year-olds for the second half of the year. Honestly, anything post-summer belongs to the 25-plus crowd. We know better than to try and be hot girls. <laughs> My back problems have benched me for life, unfortunately. I occasionally observe and celebrate the holiday known as hot girl summer. But listen, I don't got health insurance and uh, I can't I can't be out here risking it for the biscuit that much. So, but I do got to listen to uh, Sour Sour Prom. Is that what the Olivia Rodrigo album is called? I got I got to listen to the album again because I recently I recently watched the um the reaction video um from AJ on YouTube. And listening back to the album slightly, I think there are some bangers that I overlooked the first time TBH. I'm looking at you jealousy jealousy. Yeah. So, are y'all fans, though? Like, are y'all fans? Stans? Just passing by? Do you maybe need a second to do a Google search of who the fuck I'm talking about? Like, is she gonna skip for y'all? I, for one, well, I, for one, I, for one, say Dana and myself were definitely cheering her on from the sidelines. 
as she was releasing her music. It, I don't know. It's, it's just exciting, like, discovering new talent. <laughs> as if she's my fucking responsibility. No, but I would say, like... Uh, I'm 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 a fan. I'm a fan, and I'm glad that she blew up because she's definitely talented. Like I like it with like people who are talented, you know, when good things happen for their career. I don't know. It, it, it's it's just it's like it, I get happy, like I get excited when I see that because like it's like well deserved. You know what I mean? However, let's go back to Adele for a second because Sagro Summer is in full effect. With that being said. Yeah, your name on the new single. Hmm? I like it, but I haven't had the need to go back and listen to it after the first day it was dele- uh, released. Tbh, that's no shade, but maybe after Halloween and everything starts, you know, getting uh, getting sad. You know, I'll be in the right mental space. You know what I mean? As someone who was depressed for two years and recently got through it, uh, got through it and over it this year, I can say uh, maybe a little trip to a 13th recent city, Arizona, is needed. <laughs> oh, my God. For research purposes, of course, you know, not to be suicidal on the pod or anything, but uh, I'm really excited for her album. I think it's going to be... Um, uh, I mean, all her albums so far have been bangers, honestly. I mean, Adele hasn't put out a bad album, but also she puts out one every fuck like five years or some shit. So, um, still, I mean, what else do we need? It's better if she puts out an album every five years because that means that she'll be going through something. That's so bad. <laughs> That's so bad of us that we every time, specifically every time Drake, The Weeknd, and Adele go through something, we're like, ooh, this album's going to be banger. Like, that's, like, <laughs> like, like that's, like, that's their downfall. Like, I don't know. Like, do you guys know what I'm saying? Like, it's so, it's so toxic of us <laughs> that we, uh, to fucking say that. But, all right. So, okay, so I have a question for y'all. Was anyone really shocked when Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, or whatever the hell her her uh, her gimmick is, when she came out as bisexual? I'll give you guys a second, but if you don't need a second, I'm gonna say this: I was not. I mean, when you look at her work. It has faggy bitch <laughs> all over it. I'm just kidding. But seriously, I do love, though, that she waited for her season, a.k.a. spooky season, to announce it. As a fellow bisexual myself, I have a lot of questions for her because this bisexual life is complicated. <laughs> so as a veteran of the community, Elvira, you need to do a TED Talk. It's the least you could do. God decided to put everything on our plates. Boys, girls, theys, thems, the whole fucking spectrum. And I don't know why God thinks that Virgos are his strongest warriors. We truly are like the scientists of the horoscope because we have to analyze and figure everything out for everybody, apparently. We're fixers, you know what I mean? So person to person, God, Anthony, Joseph, we are not... We are not your strongest warriors, but we will figure it out, okay? Also, during all this, 
I found out that Elvira and I share a fucking birthday. <laughs> Bruh. Finding people that share our birthday, September 17th, by the way, is harder than finding all seven Dragon Balls. It is harder than trying to get people vaccinated in this country. But apparently she's been living as a as a Best Buy this whole time. She has a girlfriend or fiance or something. I don't know. But either way, regardless, welcome to the sisterhood, Elvira. <laughs> Let's go to Charlie's this weekend. <laughs> All right. So before we go, you guys, have you ever seen a car accident happen like right in front of you? And you think to yourself, huh, let me get involved in this insurance claim and see what happens. Just to be nosy, you know, and possibly to collect the bag. No? Just me? Okay. Well, I guess my job here is done. So, the reason I say that is because the other day, this this uh, this car, like, I was going to work and this car hella cut me off. And uh, I take this small little road to work that apparently everybody else has found out about because now there's fucking traffic on that road too. And... Uh, this car cut me off, but it's just two lanes. Or, well, technically four lanes because there's two on each side and, like, the middle yellow line. But, you know, it's not a lot of space compared to, you know, big streets. So uh, it, the car cut me off. And all I could, and at this and mind you, like, we were not, like, you know, a good distance from each other. Like, it's traffic hour, obviously. And, you know, in Arizona, everybody tailgates each other, including myself. Not go, I'm not going to. Put everybody else on blast and leave myself out. I, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not the best driver. I'm a really good conscious driver, but that's besides the point. It, uh, the driver cut me off, and it, like all I was thinking about when he made that move, I was like, "Damn! Imagine if like somebody was coming from the opposite direction, and you know wanted to, uh, you know, turn into basically just coming the opposite side from him." And they they would pretty much like go like head to head, you know. It would be it would be like you know head to head collision, and I and like obviously I would be the one that's like would probably get caught like somewhat in the middle of it because I'm like right in front of it and I'm still driving. It's a green light, so um, and we're probably all going like thirty miles an hour. So I would still have enough room to break and not get involved. However. In the back of my head, I don't know what just sparked, and I was like, "Huh, would I like get involved on purpose, hit one of them? Because I know it wouldn't be my fault. I know who's getting blamed for the accident, and it, it, it wasn't going to be me. So in the back of my head, I'm like, would I purposely get involved in, a, in a, an insurance claim just to possibly see if I could collect the bag?" <laughs> I already have sciatica and I already have back problems, so I can easily, you know, easily make my case. Is this healthy? <laughs> is this, is this, am I okay? Am I going to be okay? I don't know, but I don't know. It's questions, you know, that you guys really have to think about that I'm le- that that, uh, that I'm leaving you with here. So let us know on our uh, on our Instagram um, if you are also apparently a sociopath. 
All right, you guys, that's it for this week's show. Please have a good, safe Halloween. So have a good rest of your week, um, of your weekend. And follow us on Spotify uh, and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Pods. And as I always say, please do not trust Joe Rogan under any circumstance, especially on Halloween. Bye.